0: Mitch, we're talking about fruit, defining what it is and where it comes from now that we're born again and about John the Baptist and how he was telling of the Messiah. And he was hammering some of these people about what was happening, warning them.
1: That their fruit they have now in their life is not good fruit and it was going to be He's (laughs) they're gonna he's chopping <laughs> it out at the root.
0: Yes, he says that in Luke three. So that's where we were. We were focusing our attention. So we were in Luke talking about how towards the end of that chapter, his father was prophesying and talking about his son John the Baptist.
1: Chapter one, starting with seventy six verse through eighty. Yeah, I
0: could read all this. <laughs> Go ahead, read it again. V- verse seventy
1: four. He's
0: talking to his son to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our foes, might serve him fearlessly. That's
1: amplified. Satan. Sure. He's going to deliver us from our old way of thinking, the old fruit. And now we're going to have this new fruit bearing in our life.
0: Through salvation. Yeah. He's coming in holiness, divine consecration and righteousness in accordance with the everlasting principles of right. The everlasting principles of right. God is always right (laughs) within his presence all the days of our lives.
1: In verse 76. Yes. And you, child, referring to John the Baptist, will be called the prophet of the highest. For you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. To give knowledge of salvation. There is that. Knowledge of it. Yep. To his people by the remission of their sin. They're going to be released from their sin. You will no longer have to live by the law. You will no longer have to do sacrifice.
0: They're going to be victorious from now on. They're victors because of the salvation that's coming to them through the Messiah, through Jesus.
1: Yes. With which the day spring from on high has visited us (laughs) to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. The light
0: has come into the world through Jesus. Wow.
1: That's something to think about, that he's going to guide our feet. Now, how is he going to do that? It's going to be through the Holy Spirit. That we receive, it's not saying that yet, but that's what he's referring to. Because as we go on, it, it, we see that. Let me read in the amplified. Please. Okay,
0: because of and through the heart of tender mercy and loving kindness of our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us. Ooh,
1: is that referring to Jesus or the Holy Spirit?
0: Both. Yes. Jesus came, so that the Holy Spirit could come. That's right he's quoting Malachi here four two yes to shine verse 79 to shine upon and give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death he's come to set us free he's this guy is telling his son you're gonna you're gonna be the forebearer
1: for the, of the Messiah the, the, yes. the
0: Savior of the world yes to direct and guide our feet in a straight line in the way of peace that's one of the fruit too yes peace
1: <laughs> in verse 80 so the child grew and this is what i want us to think about currently we're going to grow and became strong in spirit Strong in spirit our inner core is now changed because we're born again by the word of god and now the holy spirit of god lives within us and he's changed our core our spirit And now we're going to renew that soulish realm. Our mind, our will, the emotion, imaginations will all be changed now. And how did this take place? And was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. He was in the desert for, I don't know how many years, but he was in the desert. Long time. And he was seeking God. He was being taught the word of God, the Psalms. He was being taught. The law he was taught in all those areas so the Lord could bring things to his memory as he was to teach and preach he was filled with the Holy Spirit of God while he was still in his mother's womb correct the only person who was ever filled with the Holy Spirit of God and it stayed within him he was filled with that Spirit of God and it was teaching him as a child
0: scripture tells us that if we believe in this awesome gift of salvation that came through our Savior, Jesus Christ, we're greater than John the Baptist. Yes. What a thought. This man who lived in the desert for 30 years and was given revelation of the knowledge of God, and we're greater than he? Man. I've never been in a desert for 30 years, I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> and I don't wear camel hair, and I don't eat locusts and honey but I'm greater? Whoa, because the Spirit of God is in me now, the fruit, all these things, and we can begin to experience this. She willikers, this is awesome.
1: There's a lot in here that uh, I didn't recognize before with John the Baptist. (laughs) that's that's being revealed in chapter 3 of Luke and verse 2. This is what I find amazing too. And this is what we want to grow into. And that's hearing from the Spirit of God. And the way he was able to hear from the Spirit of God was by studying and by seeking God and by focusing in on God. Because in verse 2 of Luke chapter 3, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. And he went into all the regions round about Jordan, preaching A baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it is written, is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet saying, and we won't continue, the point being he was focused, he was meditating, he learned to listen to the Holy Spirit of God, knowing when to move and what to say and what to do, but it was all through the word of God, as it is written.
0: That's what we're trying to teach today. We're we're learning ourselves, but we want other people to begin to grasp this Word of God and that the Spirit is in us now. And As we read the Word, it renews our mind, and we can walk in the Spirit. (laughs) That's what we're talking about, walking in the Spirit, walking in love. How do we walk in love? How do we walk in the Spirit? Renewing our mind to the Word of God, to who we are now. We've already got it.
1: And our father has been teaching that from day one to receive revelation. Joshua, the Lord instructed him to meditate upon the law and his word. He instructed David. David was meditating upon the the law and the word. Everyone was meditating. As they were meditating, they were receiving revelation. On the love of God. Sure. They had. Absolutely. They had a certain restriction of that revelation, but at the time they received the revelation they needed to do what they had to do in their life. And that's the same for us. We receive revelation as well. The same way.
0: Meditating on the word of God. Beginning to know him better. That's how we grow and learn to walk in love knowing god and then what comes forth out of that the rest of the fruit of the spirit and it it's already in us yes <laughs> it's there but we're cultivating it we're we're nourishing it we're meditating on it. We're thinking about it my goodness it's changing us it is from the inside out that's right once it's, we have accepted it we have everything we need
1: and confidence yes that what we're reading is truth and stand on that truth that's good we have to stand on it what we do is we read the word a lot of times but then we just okay we just kind of let it filter out we don't really live by it because when circumstances come in our life we don't stand on the word a lot of times we start trying to revert back to our old way of thinking to accomplish something
0: well it's just like the computer we've been programmed to react in a certain way and And until you get rid of that old program, (laughs) it's going to still keep popping up.
1: Jesus talks about the fruit all the time as well. Oh, sure. Because in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7, Jesus is talking about a new way of thinking as well, isn't he? Yes. On the Beatitudes. And I'll just give a highlight of 5, 6, and 7 of what he says here. Oh, this is the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, it is. There you go. He's... Instructing them, there is a new way of thinking. And at the end of this, he's going to talk about fruit. (laughs) For example, and I am in chapter five. He talks about being angry with your brother, about adultery. He talks about divorce, about an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. He talks about resist evil, about loving your enemies.
0: Oh, he talks about giving to the needy as he goes on in chapter six. Prayer, fasting,
1: treasures in heaven. Not worrying, seeking first the kingdom of heaven. In chapter 7, he talks about seeking God to get revelation. Jesus fulfilled every one of those by walking in love. Fulfill the law. By walking in the fruit of the Spirit. That's what I found interesting as I was studying this. Chapters 5, 6, and 7 He fulfilled the law by walking in love. In chapter 5 of Matthew, verse 17, Jesus says this, Do not think that I came to destroy the law of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. He fulfilled every one of these. Yes. He didn't lust. He didn't covet. He didn't steal. He walked in love.
0: Fulfilling the law. Yes. My goodness. And it
1: was by understanding the fruit of the Spirit that was within him. Yes. <laughs> he, ob- he lived by every one of those fruits of the Spirit. It came by love. He had joy. He had peace. He had long-suffering. He had gentleness goodness, faithfulness, temperance. Against us there's no law because he walked in love. That's what we're to be doing is to be walking in love and the only way we're going to accomplish this is by seeking God so the Holy Spirit can give us revelation.
0: Okay, Mitch. Scripture tells us and I think the Lord said, be ye holy as I am holy. The only way to do that is to understand what the Lord has already done in our lives as born-again believers.
1: This exists in us. Jesus summed it up in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. He talked about loving your enemies, he talked about love, because it was a progressive work here as he was teaching. He said, therefore, you shall be perfect, Mm. just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Well, think about that. How am I made perfect? Because you know they're thinking about this, sure. and we think about it today. How am I made perfect? It's through understanding the fruit that lives within us, understanding that love and walking in that love. That
0: spirit of God that's in us. Yes. So huge and so simple. He gave us this gift of life. He gave us holiness. He fulfilled the law of love, and he just gave it to us, Mitch. Wow.
1: I want to go to Matthew chapter 7. Okay. The 15th verse. And Jesus, now let's just keep in mind, Jesus went through the Sermon on the Mount. And these people are just thinking, I'm not grasping any of this. Before I read 15, I'm going to read verse 28 in chapter 7, because this will help get our minds focused on this. When Jesus had ended these sayings, that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one as having authority and not as the scribes. So they have never heard this teaching before. Oh, no. So he's indoctrinating them with a new way of thinking. Just like John the Baptist was indoctrinating him with a new way of thinking. Jesus really expounds upon it now.
0: You know, I believe that's what we're doing right now with this teaching. Is we're opening the eyes of someone who has been pulled down by legalism and trying to live the Christian life not really understanding that as a born-again believer, they have the very nature of God inside of them. When they've confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior, now they can begin to understand what Jesus is saying here, that I've given you in your born-again spirit this fruit. If you just seek me. Yes. I just truly believe that, People's eyes are being opened, because it's helping me, even as we sit here, to begin to understand this awesome love.
1: Now, you remember me just a little bit ago saying that Jesus fulfilled all this by walking in love? Absolutely. Now he tells them this, starting with verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruit. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Think about this. This is talking about Jesus. Yes. He's saying you'll recognize this fruit. And that fruit is love. And he's talking about himself right here. He's distinguishing between good and evil. Verse 17. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. Jesus is demonstrating that good fruit. He's walking in the Spirit. Yes. He's being led by the Holy Spirit. And being led by the Holy Spirit, that fruit is what bears in your life as you grow in understanding. Verse 18. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. Nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Mitch,
0: we can trust the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of the people who are listening to this. Yes. That's all we're doing is focusing people's attention. On the word of God.
1: The good fruit. Yes. That's what we're <laughs> focusing in on. And Jesus was really, when you think about it, telling him you need to distinguish from the bad fruit and the good fruit. From the other prophets. From people who are teaching you.
0: Absolutely. What fruit are they
1: bearing? Is it one of love? Because he gave those examples. Is it one of love? Jesus is saying, I'm the good tree because I am bearing fruit of love. He didn't come out and say, me, but this is what we can, we can gather from this. And he walks through all this, sure. bearing good fruit. His entire ministry bore nothing but good fruit. His mind and his will and his emotions were totally focused upon the Father doing the Father's will. That fruit was just flowing through him all the time.
0: He didn't do anything unless it was his heavenly
1: Father's will. He never had an idle word. He just was totally focused in on the Father and listening to the Holy Spirit, just like John the Baptist was even focused in and saying what he was told by the Holy Spirit. The only way they were able to do that was through reading the written word. Because remember, John the Baptist says, it is written that's where they receive that knowledge. And revelation is from the Word of God, and that's the same for us today. We need to be totally focused and meditating upon this so when we go out the door to go to work that our mind is, in our subconscious, is focused in on God.
0: We've reprogrammed that computer, so to speak, our minds to now live out of the Spirit of God in us only doing the Heavenly Father's will. Yes. When we can begin to understand this, our lives will transform.
1: <laughs>
0: Scripture, <laughs> be renewed by the transforming of your mind. And it bubbles over. First it's in your spirit, then it's solely realm, in your physical realm. It grows, it blossoms, it's fruit, and then there's... Then there's seed in the fruit and you plant more seed and you get another harvest and you get more fruit and it's just awesome. It grows and grows and grows. But it begins with reading the word and meditating, staying focused on who you are in Christ. This awesome gift that he's given us. He's given us everything. So much. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness.
1: You know, we were reading about John the Baptist, and we have those three categories. One where John the Baptist was talking to the people, he was talking to the tax collectors, he was talking to the soldiers. They were professionals. They were in a profession. They had, once they were born again, they would have to be meditating upon They would be meditating on the Word of God. They weren't called to say, you need to leave that profession. They were to just grow in God's love and stay in their profession of being a soldier, a tax collector, a merchant. I think that's why you have those illustrations. Because they they weren't instructed to leave those positions.
0: No, not at all.
1: They were just instructed, there's a new way of thinking. And you to relate to people in love. That's how this all operates. When we start focusing in on the fruit of the spirit of love, wanting to walk like Jesus walked, getting an understanding of people and their condition.
0: That's why he painted that picture for them of these three types of people. Give them food, give them a coat. <laughs> yes. Don't take any more. There's a new thing inside of you now,
1: and you're demonstrating that love. Yeah, it's not just in words; it's in deeds. That's where works comes into play. Once you grow in that love, that's what he's saying. Those are God works, yes, because of the nature of God in you. That's right. It's
0: not anything about gaining salvation. It's it's that
1: love of God now that's producing these. Works and acts of love. Because you're walking in the Spirit of God. Yeah. You're yielding yourself to be used by the Spirit of God. That's all we're doing. Yeah. That's how the (laughs) gifts of the Spirit operate. Yes, and it just flows. (laughs) It does. Because you're training your mind to hear from the Spirit of God, and you're walking in that Spirit. So when he says, Terry, Mitch, go over here and do this, you say, yes, sir, we're going over here to do this. And I give no thought to that because the Spirit of God has told us to do that. And how we hear from that Spirit of God is because we've been renewing our mind to Scripture. And we know that God wants us to have encounters with people. He wants the doors to be open. I think with the soldier and the the tax collector, if they're walking in love, think of the people they're going to encounter.
0: Oh, those people will be blown away. What happened to this guy? Yes. (laughs) He was out there... Hammering away on me, and now he's giving me his coat? Yes. <laughs> he's not collecting he's, any
1: more than he's supposed to be? Yes. He's not collecting any more than he's supposed to be. The soldier is being fair. He's compassionate. He's only doing what he has to do to combat evil. He's not doing any more or any less. He
0: used you to come over saying? here and beat on me just for practice. <laughs> <laughs> now he's loving me.
1: Yes. What's
0: going on? They're growing in that fruit of the Spirit, and that's what happens to our lives. When we grow in that fruit of the Spirit, it manifests God's works so that people will say, what's Mitch got? i got to find out what he's got, and that's the fruit of God in us. That's right. It's not about Mitch and Terry. It's about that fruit of God.
1: We were designed for love and Satan stole that love, that mm-hmm. fruit. Yes, he stole that. When we walk in love like Jesus did, that's what attracts people. That's why in verse 28 and 29 in Matthew chapter 7 when he says they were astonished by his teaching because it was one of love. It was something they're not used to. He totally emptied
0: himself Of his position
1: and self-will
0: yes and it still happens today that the world we're in when someone sees a person empty themselves for other people
1: how can you (laughs) not feel change how can you not feel something when somebody shows love to you you may reject that love but still for a brief moment because we were originally designed for love And the Spirit of God penetrates their spirit, their core, for a brief moment. That's what He does. Yes. He touches the Spirit. And that's how this all operates. That's why we have to watch what we say. What we say should only be what the Lord tells us, and that will be manifested by edification, exhortation, and comfort through the fruit of the Spirit. If we do the
0: Heavenly Father's will, we're going to be doing those three things.
1: We'll be walking in the fruit of the Spirit, in love.